This podcast is proudly part of the Paranormality Radio Network. Visit ParanormalityRadio.com to find binge-worthy podcasts dedicated to all things paranormal and creepy. From conspiracy to cryptid, you'll find it here. Hello! Hi, everybody! Oh, welcome to... I, I have, have a strange story. Podcast. Podcast. Yes, <laughs> we nailed it. Good job. <laughs> so this is the podcast where two story where two sisters retell people's strange and paranormal stories and experiences. Um, and today we have somebody else joining us to tell us their strange stories and experiences. So I'd like to welcome to the show Bronson. Hey, Bronson. Hi. Hi, Bronson. Thanks for coming. We're staying safe with social distancing, but I have no idea where you are, so we probably can't be in the same place anyway. It's a win-win. Zoom for the win. <laughs> Zoom. Um, Zoom is saving, saving lives. It is. Mm-hmm. So I'm Lindsay. I'm Rebecca. Uh-huh. And I'm Bronson. Hey. hey. And this is the show. So it's yeah. a little different today um, because we have a guest, and it's exciting, and it's new, and it's different. And um, Bronson has a few stories to share with us about some creepy, you know, shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to listen. Do I just dive um, in? Um, tell us about yourself, if you like, if you have mm-hmm. anything right. you want to pitch. Um, as far as pitching, uh, I do have like a kind of photography weird, I guess, ish Instagram. It's called at epicemium underscore art. Uh-huh. Um, and then my Reddit's just at epicemium. It's just just a bunch of random stuff that I either find interesting or do or whatever I really just feel like, I guess. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's actually where uh, I got in touch with, uh, with Bronson was on Reddit. And, oh, um, okay. Yeah. And Bronson uh, allowed me to share one of his stories. It was um, one on the shorties. It was actually the first one. It was about um, hearing some um, creepy stuff in, in like recording equipment yes so my where i work there's a lot of uh equipment that puts out like white noise just constantly Mm -hmm. um and like i would i'm the only one in a room and i'm just kind of sitting there and all of a sudden i hear this like faint chatter come out of the out of the white noise you know i'm sitting there like you know what the hell is that yeah, <laughs> so I'm sitting there. It's like five o'clock in the morning, and I'm the only one there. And I'm like, uh, "This is this is not not very fun." Because yeah, that sounds scary. It, I was later able to debunk it as um, radio interference. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was kind of <sighs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because whenever I have to work a night shift in this building, there's a room like behind the room that I have to stay in, and. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm one of the only people there, or it's me and one other person, and I'll just hear footsteps, like, all throughout the night. It's mm-hmm. really creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no! Dude, the thing is, is that for a lot of people, there is always an explanation for why something is happening. So, like, for you being able to say that it was radio interference, that's great. But what's the explanation for the footsteps in the hallway? I wish I knew. I'm not the only one that's experienced this, either. So like it was actually brought up to me by one of my superiors and kind of a, kind of a casual conversation, but they were like, you know, I was working the other night and 
I actually thought someone showed up to work when they like, and then they went to go check the whole building, and there was no one there. And that's Mm-mm. so weird. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Why is it that like footsteps just linger around in a building? I have a couple of working theories about a lot of things like that. You know. Oh, cool. I, I go as far as to say like alternate dimensions or realities or time footstamps, things like that, that I just, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. Like, you know, you hear footsteps, well, maybe in an alternate reality, you know, I was walking down that hallway or something. Yeah. Multidimensional um, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We like, like that it. kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, wait, can I ask something else? Yep. Okay. So before, Prior, so these stories that you're going to tell, mm-hmm. are they from your childhood or your adult life? Uh, adult life. Okay. I'm just asking because I'm curious if your whole life, like even as a child, if you had any supernatural experiences as well, like have you always experienced this kind of stuff your whole life or is it new? Um, so I, I wasn't the kind of person who was like playing with Ouija boards or anything like that. <laughs> um, okay. I, I was kind of brought up in like a somewhat religious environment. But like, I I mean, I didn't go to like church every Sunday and all that kind of stuff. But I started like paying attention, noticing um, whenever I became more interested in it. Uh, So I I kind of found that, and this is still like another one of my theories, but as soon as, you know, I dive more into it and I start actively paying attention and, you know, watching scary movies, looking stuff up, like shit starts happening. And yeah, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, like you become more vulnerable. It. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We cool. smell what you're stepping in, Bronson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait, is it Bronson or Bronson? Did I pronounce it wrong? Did I pronounce your name? Wrong? <laughs> you pronounce it correctly. Okay, good. Okay, <laughs> okay. I was just curious. So, I guess, are you ready to tell a few of your stories? Sure. Um, gosh, where do I start? Uh, I think one of the uh, first experiences where that was pretty eye-opening for me personally was, <clears throat> sorry if you hear the, the cars and traffic or the wind, we're under like That's a okay. tornado warning right now. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> um, we can do this later. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So I guess the first like experience that I remember was uh, I took a trip um, like to New York and Boston for like a week and uh i got home and my my grandparents who i lived with had gone up to visit uh one of their daughters so i get home to like an empty house and i'm like okay you know whatever um and like i know i'm home alone i know i'm home alone and like you know i'm just doing the normal thing kind of hanging out and then like uh you know time to go get a shower well being the kind of careful person I am, I just like lock all the doors behind me just because. Um, and I hear knocking like on my inside shower door, like oh, inside the house. And like, it was extremely distinct. Like I thought someone was there. I called out and Hey, you know, who's there? Um, and it freaked me out. So I called one of my friends and like he came over and we started kind of hearing something similar on like an outside window. And it actually freaked us out so bad. We called the police because we thought oh someone gosh. was trying to come in. Like it was that uh, real, 
I guess. Um, I guess for two, you know, adults to call the police on something like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, good, good job on your part. I mean, you're covering all your, your corners. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I don't know if it was before or after that, but I had an instance with someone trying to break in. Um, uh-huh. And I don't actually know. Now, like looking back on the situation, there's no evidence that that someone actually was trying to break in. But at the same time, there is. It was just very strange. And it all happened like within a couple months of each other. Mm. So that was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, that is creepy. Did you ever experience that again? Um, like the knocking? Yeah. Uh, not like that. Not that particularly. Uh-huh. Um, I had a couple of... So that's actually not my first experience. Uh, now that I'm retelling the stories, I'm remembering. What, so this all started kind of happening when I was about 17-ish. Um, I would notice that like doors would open themselves in my house. Like, not that I would see them like actually swing open, but I mean, you know, if you shut a door, the little latch thingy goes into the other part and then, you know, you have to turn the knob to undo it. Well, I would walk through my house at like three o'clock in the morning and there, one of those doors that's completely shut, I'd walk by it, go to the kitchen, walk back by it and it'd just be wide open. I'm just... Like, you have to just look at that and be like, this ain't cool. No. <laughs> yeah. Did you, ever, did you ever ask your grandparents about it? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I don't talk to them about that, I guess. Okay. Um, I was big into, like, demonology and all that in the time, too. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, I had just seen The Conjuring, and I was very inspired by Ed, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yes. So, after that, I was like, all right, you know, I started doing my research, and then I started doing my research, and then stuff started, weird stuff started kind of playing out, and I was like, well, it's not, not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'm just going to grab a jacket right here. Um, but, yes, so that's probably the first instance that I remember of something happening, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that um, it, it seems like whenever we do start to get more open to the possibility of a paranormal realm or things that are outside mm-hmm. our understanding, that we do notice more things in a mm-hmm. way. I hear that with people that are doing research, that it's almost like it's attracted to them, or maybe they're just not brushing off every sound as being normal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But the thing with opening doors, not normal. Like, and then also, Lindsay, I'm glad that you brought that up to see if his, uh, if you talk to his, your grandparents about it, because um, for it to just happen just one time, you'd think that if it was like a pipe or something like that, mm. it would do it every single time. But it wasn't. It was just that one. So, on um, I guess there is one thing I did ask them about was we would it would live in the same room that that door would open it was a bathroom but the toilet would like it would flush itself and <laughs> I, I did ask them and i was like hey what's going on and they're like oh it just does that and yeah I, I, well why yeah <laughs> <laughs> you tell me why so i feel a little bit better <laughs> they just I, accepted honestly it. i think i've heard of toilets flushing by themselves i swear to god really yeah i like i think it's a thing <laughs> i think toilets sometimes i don't know maybe not but 
um, doing the research and everything and being interested, like Becky's already, or Rebecca's already touched on, it's, um, it makes you more vulnerable and, and everything is more attractive to you for those types of things to happen. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. But I'm also curious if it was something that was just attached to you or attached to your, your grandparents' house, right? <laughs> so it's funny that you bring up the whole thing about attachments because I actually do have a story about something like that as well. Um, okay. I have, yeah, like I said, I started paying attention to it and weird stuff started happening. So this is probably one of the weirdest things, I guess. You know, when like, I don't want to say it's like a confirmation bias, but like when some, when you experience something and then someone's like, yeah, and then they mm-hmm. kind of explain something, but you haven't told them everything and you're like, wow, that's weird how that lines up. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I was big into like urban exploring, urban adventuring, that kind of thing. Like if there's old abandoned buildings, I, we would just go in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously we probably weren't supposed to do that, but <laughs> we do it anyway. Um, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> and, yeah um, we found like an old dilapidated house in the middle of the field one time and we went in it and, you know, didn't really think anything of it. And like, I go home that night and on the, on the car ride back, I was like itching my eye. Um, and then like, I wake up the next day and my eyes swollen shut. Like I mm-hmm. can't open it. can't see out of it. I was like, well, you know, I'm, I must have gotten a piece of debris in it or something, like, you know, doing all that. Well, I go to work, and I was telling them about this house I'd found, and someone who's actually, it was a town that was next to mine. So someone who actually lives there was like, hey, it wasn't this house, was it? And I was like, well, yeah, but I'd never told them about my eye. And they were like, well, legend has it, you know, there was like a dentist or someone who used to kidnap people and cut their eyes out there. Shut up! And like, I was like... <laughs> That's weird you say that because I couldn't see out of one of my eyes after going into that house. That's weird. And that is so specific. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that one had me really freaked out. And then after that happened, um, I have a friend who's, I'm not sure how much I believe in like seeing auras kind of thing, but I was talking to him about like some of my experiences and he like pulled me into a room. Like this is like at a party. He, like, pulled me aside, and I was like, well, that's kind of weird. And then he was like, hey, I think you have an attachment. And yeah. I was like, why do you say that? And he was like, I can kind of, like, see it reflecting on your aura, all this other stuff. I think you should go back to the house and cast this kind of – and then he drew a seal, like, on the doorstep. So being really freaked out and nothing else better to do, we, me and a couple of friends decided to go back to that house – in the middle of the night and we go into it and we're walking around and uh like me and one of my buddies walk in and we just get a really uneasy feeling like while we're in there and me and him like go back to back in the in the main in like the foyer area foyer i don't know how to say the word um and like half of my body gets really chilled like my left half and I was like, hey, did you just get cold? And he said, yeah, my right half did. Keep in mind, we're back to back. So that matches yeah. up with my left side. Mm-hmm. And about the time that we experienced that, like, I swear the house just went and shook. 
And then after that, I was like, all right, you know, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we yeah. did the, the little seal thing that my friend told me about. And then I just, I think it went back there. No, I actually did go back there like three times, but I never like had any kind of experience after that. But yeah, that was probably the weirdest thing to ever come out of yeah. any experience. Cause that was like an, a direct attack on me. I felt yeah. like. Yeah. Did yeah. the did the friend who showed you how to draw the seal, the the one who said he saw something attached to you, did he go with you to the house? No. Okay. I, he kind of refused. Like yeah. He showed him a picture at, like of the house and like he was like, "Yeah, I'm not I'm not going there." <laughs> wow. And I was curious if he has some type of ability that whatever was in there didn't like him being there with you. But that's I not the case. So I I've gone through every like possibility personally about that. And every time I'm just like, well, you know, someone was trying to cut out my eye at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that is freaky. Did the guy say what, like, just out of curiosity, going back to him seeing your aura, did he say what, it, what this thing looked like attached to you? Um, I, I, it, Again, this was probably three years ago for me, but mm -hmm. uh, if I'm remembering correctly, he was like, it's just like you have a rain cloud, like following you. Like I thought, you ever seen the cartoons where like a thundercloud's following someone who's like really sad? Yeah. He's like, that's kind of what it appears like. Wow. That's really interesting. Like a, it's like a mist. I don't know if it was like a mist, but I mean, again, no, no one else could see it. And he's the only person to like pull me aside. And it was interesting he did that because... Like, after that, my experience with my eye, like, you know, I felt kind of repressed in a way. Like, it, like so I, that was, it validated a lot of, like, personal feelings and then some weird stuff happening in my house. And I was like, all right, this is, this is weird. Man, <laughs> yeah. that is weird. It reminds me of, like, ectoplasm that was, like, following you. But usually, I mean, it could be only certain people can see the ectoplasm. I can't. It's usually so, okay. a, it's usually a spirit of a person that's found like in an abandoned house or something like that. So yeah. it would make sense if it left the house and followed you. Um, it's like a person attached to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's creepy. Sorry, I tried to get a phone call. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm glad that um, you had a resolution to that. Yeah. And in in almost a rel and like I'm not I'm not saying that this was an easy thing, but in a somewhat relatively easy way. So you were told to go back to the house, draw the symbol, and then mm -hmm. that attachment left you. It felt like it did. Um, and again, like my friend was pretty religious, so he like prayed with me and did all that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know like what he was saying, but like, well, actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I was wrong. He actually did go to the house. I'm remembering now because he went through the house and he like flipped personalities and it was like he was talking in another language that I didn't know. Like I couldn't even recognize what it was. Sorry, I'm just not remembering all this. Yeah. Um, like he's, yeah, he's walking through and like he's, I, I don't, I don't even know. It's like he was overcome. It's almost looked like he was possessed, but he was like just walking through every room, ignoring everybody else, like just mumbling to himself. Oh my and then, gosh. And eventually he was just like, yeah, I don't like this. We need to leave. Dude, my theory is back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Way to go. They didn't like him. Yeah, I was yeah. right. They didn't like him. 
Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I went back to the house so many times, I couldn't remember if it was the time that he went or the time that I went back with my other friends or I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) He kind of validated a lot of, a lot of like, it was just weird to hear someone else say that to me. So, yeah, that that's never reassuring whenever your friend goes in (laughs) talking a different language. I I mean, I've had that experience before, but it was because me and my friend got so drunk that he started speaking Spanish while we were puking together and he's like i don't know how to speak spanish and it just comes (laughs) same exact thing right we were also infected by the spirits Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay okay so you you've had a you've had a lot of experience like in houses and it sounds like with spirits is that like the and that you know then at work and it sounds like with spirits is there anything are there more spirits that you've had like, experiences with um well i remember this one really freaky story and i don't know if it was just a coincidence but i kind of don't believe in coincidences anymore yeah uh, and it's gonna sound really funny but there's <laughs> there's a ghost radar app for iphone and yeah i've had that before <laughs> I, so okay is it yeah is it like the like the red one um, I think so. I, it was a while back that I had it, and I deleted it because I got scared. <laughs> yeah, that thing is that thing freaked freaked me out yeah. one good time. Um, I was yeah. sitting there with with one of my again sitting there with one of my friends, and I was just talking to him, and I was explaining like some of these occurrences that I've been experiencing, and then I pulled out the ghost radar, and we were just sitting there, and it was going through you know picking out stupid words randomly that made no sense, like blue. Mm cat i'm like okay this is stupid but then it it was like uh it said desert and then about that time my buddy got a phone call from his friend whose flight got diverted and had to land in like vegas in the desert and we were like that's kind of weird and then it was like island or something it was like water ocean island something like that and then the next like sentence my buddy on the phone said was, yeah, I'm just trying to get to Hawaii or like California. Like it, it just lined up so well that we were like, okay. Like my friend left. He was like, I don't know what, what kind of stuff you're dealing in here, but I don't, I don't know if I want any part of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to get that. Do app. you still, yeah. Do you still have the app or do you delete it? I go through periods where I'll keep it on my phone and then I'll delete it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Um, too specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, and even recently, like, I started getting back into it, and I'm starting to, like, catch stuff out of the corner of my eye, and it's, mm-hmm. like, just really, it's freaking me out again. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's time for me to, like, die off with it. <laughs> <laughs> or go yeah. head first. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if you had an experience soon, because the more you talk about it, the more you're open or vulnerable to more things happening to you. Yeah. So, you know, um, just be careful. <laughs> and I've had experiences that weren't necessarily bad either. Um, yeah. Like I had a very, very personal uh, experience earlier this week, actually. Um, so I have a dog and my wife somewhere. Um, but 
within like right at the start of this coronavirus quarantine, uh, my grandfather passed away and I was not able to go home because of travel restrictions and things like that. Um, so the other day I was playing fetch with my dog and I wasn't really paying attention to him, but then like, finally he was just being weird. So I looked down at him and I made eye contact with him. And I swear to God, it was my grandpa looking at me. Like it was just for that one split second. It was yeah. like, I wasn't looking at my dog and like, yeah, it was like extremely emotional. Like I told my wife about it. Cause yeah, I'm really open to her about all my experiences. She doesn't have any, but um, yeah. So that actually happened like a few days ago. Wow. That's, that's kind that's really very sweet. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was pretty comforting. Yeah. Yeah. He came and visited you mm-hmm. the way that uh, he could. Yeah. And dogs I, are like, what, what better animal to come in I with know. than a dog? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And then well, um, I decided it was a good idea to call my cousin or one of my cousins is like really, really religious. And I just like, I didn't know if she could have some advice or whatever. And she kind of freaked me out because she was like, well, did you feel comforted or uneasy? And I was like, I mean, it made me extremely emotional. She was like, well, I'm just trying to make sure it wasn't like demonic. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Don't say that. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> I was like, now that idea is going to be floating around. And- oh, you just never know. But, but I mean, it is good to, 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 uh, to see where your feelings are, like mm-hmm. how you yeah. felt in the situation. Because I think that whenever you are dealing with the paranormal, your intuition is very important. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. if you felt like this was, this was comforting and a little bit sad, which, I mean, honestly, who wouldn't be sad? Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I just feel like it was sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. I was going to mm-hmm. say, follow your gut. And if your gut felt good, then I'm sure it was just fine. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's... Take the experience for what it's worth. What's kind of interesting is that earlier you'd said that you didn't use Ouija boards or anything as a kid, mm-hmm. but historically Ouija boards were used for family members to communicate mm-hmm. with their family who had passed away and they were really positive. And it was supposed to be like a family, like gathering an event to use them to talk to people who had passed on. They didn't get evil till the eighties, right? Eighties, nineties, yeah, somewhere seventies, eighties. Yeah. The Satanic Panic. Yeah. So get a Ouija board. Get a Ouija board. <laughs> My wife might kill me if I did that. No, I don't use Ouija boards, but I do have a lot of like clothing and stuff that has like pentagrams on it. Mm-hmm. And stuff just like, I don't know if you've like gone into a Spencer's, but they have the shirt that's like, let's summon demons activities for children. I just oh, love yeah, those yeah. shirts. Like I love yeah, them. Cute. So I have a yeah, lot of yeah. those. And then I'm like, well, imagery probably doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, I guess it all depends on how you, so the pentagram is supposed to be, a, it, it's a symbol of a lot of different things, but it's supposed to be a symbol of like protection or security in it's um, the four elements and then the spirit element and the circle around it is everything together. And Hmm. a lot of what Hollywood has done is portrayed it as evil. So I guess if you have it upside down, that maybe is supposed to represent the devil. I don't know. Well, is it like a five? I know it's a five sided star in a circle, but like, yeah. How is the star orientated? Uh, Yeah. So upright. And then okay. is is like kind of um, a good omen or protection or whatever. The upside down where the point is mm-hmm. going down. I don't know if that symbolizes 
you know, Satan or whatever. Um, but it is something that more of Hollywood has adopted into something sinister in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think symbols kind of play a lot bigger part. It's always interesting. Like I was, I was very intrigued by like the Freemasons mm-hmm. and that kind mm-hmm. of, cause you see those, that those symbols everywhere. And I had the opportunity once to actually uh, be a part of a Freemason ceremony. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, it was very formal. It's like Knights in the Round Table kind of vibe the entire time. It was Ooh. pretty weird. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm sure that they don't, they were, uh, how do I put this? I'm, I'm sure that what I saw wasn't actually what goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the whole like they carry swords engraved with symbols and they have like a hierarchy of all this stuff. And like I was walking through town the other day and I found the Freemason building. Um, oh. And here's the thing. Here's a very interesting thing that I learned to pay attention to. Freemason buildings don't have windows. Oh, oh, that's creepy. Mm-mm. If you ever look at a building that has a Freemason symbol and it's a Freemason, it's a Mason temple, it yeah. uh, won't have windows or they'll be blocked out. Oh, wow. But on the same building, there was an upside down star with a bunch of weird symbols in the star. Like, I was like, okay, this is, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. And I guess a symbol can be whatever you, whatever thought yeah. you put into it. They create something and it means something to them. And it well, might mean like, something different to somebody else. That's not like the um, upside down cross got misconstrued too as right. you know a satanic symbol but that's not at all what it's supposed to be but it's just yeah i agree it's probably the mindset you go into viewing a symbol with yeah that's interesting i didn't know that about the upside down cross what is it supposed to mean um so there was i don't know if it was an apostle or it i'm not going to say a name because i'm going to be wrong but there is a follower of christ who in like according to history or according to the bible um was going to be crucified and he only asked that he be crucified upside down because he did not feel worthy to be crucified in the same orientation as christ okay so it was like a a symbol of respect like hey you know we're unworthy all this stuff and then that got misconstrued as a satanic symbol that is so interesting. I had absolutely no idea. Yeah. No, I didn't either. I like, I like that. I'm going to... It's the uh, same thing. Hollywood does it all the time. Because mm-hmm. even in movies, whenever someone's being possessed by a demon or whatever, the crosses will turn. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, that's yeah. interesting. Fucking Hollywood. <laughs> ruining yeah, everything. Right. They ruin everything. You can't have fun with anything anymore. They just... Yeah. yeah. Real and... Yeah. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> oh man. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing yeah. those stories. I love that story yeah. about about um your grandfather. I think that's so I know. sweet. <laughs> I like that that's the one we walk away with. We're like, that was the best. <laughs> it, has <a> do- <laughs> it has a dog in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's sweet too. Yeah, it's always it nice. I have a special place in my heart for spirits, really. And like it's been over the last few it's been over this last year since we've been doing the podcast mm-hmm. that like 
honestly, like the footsteps that you you hear or mm. the doors closing and opening, like I know it feels scary and I'm not going to take away from your feelings on that because it is scary when it happens. But like typically whenever spirits are stuck on this earth, they, they're trying to get out and they want to be able to pass over, but they can't. And they send messages or um, kind of razzle people a little bit. And it's, it's usually no, like there's not a bad intent. It's usually someone who's stuck here who wants to leave. And it usually just makes me kind of sad. Like I think of the person walking up and down the hall and they're just not able to leave and they're looking for a way to get out. And it makes me sad. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so those stories always make me, I, they are scary, especially when they happen. But then I also feel bad for the spirit because I want them to be able to, you know, get find on peace. their journey. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Find peace. Um, so my perspective has changed on that. Now that shit in that house, I don't know what the hell that is, dude. That's <laughs> scary stuff. That is scary stuff. He's messing with your eyes. He's like making you cold. <laughs> yeah. I don't and know what to say about that guy. Again, like I, I see, and I do agree that like, I think there's an obvious difference between something that was once of this earth and then something that just isn't. Mm -hmm. Um because like i'll see stuff out of the corner of my eye that'll like freak me out i'm like you know what was that yeah um and then like in my in my last apartment brand new apartment complex like no one would have died in the room that i was in kind of thing and when i moved in and i had an experience where i was laying down and i was asleep um on a mattress on the floor but for some reason it was like i was lucid dreaming in a way mm -hmm. Um, but it was like, I could feel, it was like a hellhound, like pacing around the, the fucking mattress and I, but it was like, I couldn't move. And then whenever I tried to like move, it was like, you've seen a movie where something like really quick just rushes you. And then it woke me up like really quick. And like, I called my, she was my fiance at the time I called her and I was like, I think I just encountered the devil because it was oh. the most. It was like the darkest thing I've ever experienced. And it just freaked me the hell out. Wow. Yeah. That is. Um, yeah. And then, then again, <laughs> like you hear footsteps and I asked one, I was like, well, like no one's died here. It's a new building. And they were like, well, we did have one person who worked here who did like commit suicide at a certain point. Uh, now they didn't do that in the building, but yeah. they still worked there. So I don't yeah. know if it was like a remnant like a time remnant or yeah wow what what do we know about hellhounds Lindsay? um you know and in i know nothing about religious stuff <laughs> that's where i'm no good <laughs> like and i don't know much about demons and possessions and all that like i the the closest thing i know to anything demon related would be like the um what are they called again there's the W. Wendigos? Whatever. Wendigos. That's the closest thing I know. That's it. I'm done. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I've never been a religious person, and so I never really looked into any of it. I think you may know more, Becky. Um, I know. I mean, this is, I'm just going to spout out just a tiny bit of information that I know about um, hellhounds or like graveyard dogs, and they mm. might be two different type of things, um, but Oftentimes, um, there is like a black dog that is seen around um, uh, cemeteries. 
um, in graveyards, and usually uh, in church, in areas where there is a church. And they're more kind of a protector, I think, of of the the grounds and the the people that have died. I'm I. This doesn't really sound like what you experienced, in my opinion, because it's not really in the same area, unless this this hellhound or this dog was searching for maybe a lost soul or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Then again, I could have just been lucid dreaming. Uh, that too. It would be the first and only time I've ever done that. So that's a little, I am like, okay, you know, cause I've actively tried to lucid dream before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of a sudden it like randomly happens and I had a quote unquote bad trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that could very much be it. And you could have gone to another dimension or something. It's always going to be paranormal. We're always going to be, it's like, no, it wasn't anything normal. It wasn't a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just chalk it up to things. I don't really know if I want to know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There, you don't have to know either. Um, so this is a little off topic, but I'm just kind of curious. What kind of stories have y'all heard about like extraterrestrial activity? And how does that relate to paranormal people who have experienced paranormal things? Yeah, we had um, we had actually a series of this one uh, listener mm-hmm. experiencer who had um, who had kind of gone through a lifetime of weird experiences. They started mm-hmm. very young, um, and the first story was and. I'm telling this all on the top of my head, so it's probably not going to go in sequence, but I remember it because it's a very good story. Um, mm-hmm. So this person, first time they experienced something was in their house, lots of flashing lights, doors opening and closing, cats fucking disappeared, like <laughs> ran into the bedroom, never seen again after that. Um, and just a, a weird experience of, um, you know, something that they witnessed versus something that, their mother witnessed, which was nothing that they had seen. Mm-hmm. So they were alone in the house. They experienced all this, these lights going on and off noises, this overwhelming fear. And then they just wake up the next morning and it's gone. And then just throughout their life, having strange um, visions out of the corner of their eye that kind of evolve into taller shadowy like figures Um a fear of uh, being watched, just kind of an overwhelming paranoia, not able to sleep, not able to sleep without a light on or a movie on or something like that. And it just kind of led up to this one type of, this one experience whenever everything clicked, everything made sense and they knew exactly what had happened to them. Mm-hmm. So it's usually, so that's kind of what we get or what we hear to, you know, whenever we get these type of experiences, I don't think that we've had a whole lot of um, alien encounters, to be honest with you. We've had a couple of them, um, like but that one or on the show, uh, on the show. On the show. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't ever had one, which mm-hmm. my, my mom, I think has had one whenever mm-hmm. we were all kids, but it is usually something that follows you whenever you're very young up until adulthood. Yeah. That's what I found interesting because I've I've heard a lot of people say that there's some kind of correlation between extraterrestrial activity and paranormal activity because I've also had two 
like UFO encounters, if you will. Yeah. Um, one of them was uh, I was in the desert in Texas, um, and I was just kind of staring into the like the night sky, whatever, whatever, just kind of enjoying the evening. And I watched it, and it was it was like a, a prism. It was like watching. So imagine like you look through a kaleidoscope, mm-hmm. and there's no like of the fancy colors, but it's just like light shifting. Yeah. That, it was like that, but constantly moving across the sky. Wow. And I could see it distort the images behind it. So I knew that, you know, I wasn't looking at the same place. Like it was obviously something moving and that really freaked me out. I was like, okay. Um, and then for my job currently, this, well, this happened a couple months ago. Um, I, <laughs> so what I do is I'm an air traffic controller. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I talked to airplanes, stuff like that. Well, I had a guy, a pilot call up and just say, you know, Hey, are you showing anything above us? And I was like, no. Not at all. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, well, you know, I'm showing about 15 or 20, you know, aircraft above me and they're all moving. He said, they're all evenly spaced. And they're all moving at a very constant pace. And I was like, okay, well, from your current position, like, you're like three miles in the air. And he was like, I, so I asked him, how high do you think they are? And he said, he said, if I'm three miles in the air, they're probably six miles up or wow. something. He said they were, I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't see them. So I asked him, I was like, do you think they're UFOs? And he said, I'm not going to confirm or deny because I'll lose my license. That's all he yeah. said. Shut the fuck up. I'm so excited. And I was <laughs> like, so okay, crazy. so that's a little weird. Yeah. yeah they all flew like yeah he said they were I, all for, like evenly spaced and just yeah like coasting across the sky at extremely high altitudes I, was like, yeah. I don't i don't follow. like to talk about aliens and ufos because the more you talk about them they know you know and like it just freaks me out and i am terrified of aliens i'm terrified of them and i got a tattoo <laughs> I got a tattoo of a UFO and then I immediately regretted it because <laughs> they awesome. are not fun. Cause it was shortly after that, that I read somebody's experience on the show. And then I was like, I'm fucking scared now. I'm fucking scared. I hate them. I'm scared of them. And then I watched <laughs> the fourth kind and I was done. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I can't believe you guys are talking about this stuff. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm constantly trying to debunk things. Uh, I mean, you can yeah. see the space, thing in the background i have a tattoo of a rocket ship um, yeah. <laughs> i majored in uh physics in college um oh, cool. okay. just like two years a smarty so, pants well i like uh i like outer spacey stuff but That's, um, yeah so i'm always going to try to like scientifically debunk everything all my experiences but so far all the stories that i've told uh i'll tell you if i'm able to debunk them and so far that's only been the radio chatter so yeah Oh man, that's cool. What do they say about science that it's um, that it's magic until it's until it's scientifically proven or something like that? I can't remember what the what the saying goes, but I do kind of I do feel like there is a lot of correlation to to science and paranormal activity in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it is just that until we can figure out exactly what it is, we're just going to call it something that's out of the realm of normal. Yeah. What do you I think? Found it, 
I found it very interesting that the Navy came out and was like, yeah, UFOs are real. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. They're like, I mean, they're like, we're in the water down here, but we're pretty sure there's a UFO. <laughs> well, I need them to talk about mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but have you watched like what the Navy put out about that? So, uh, I yeah, I've seen like I've seen um, a part of it, but I understand that that's not really the whole thing either. Um, I so understand from, that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. From what I saw, it was a recording from the inside of a fighter jet, mm-hmm. and it was them tracking an object, and they were like, "Man, that thing's moving real fast," oh, and yeah. someone was like, literally, one of the pilots talking to the other pilot was like, "Dude, what the fuck is that?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, and I think there was even a part where there's he said something where they were like, "There's more of them," or it just indicated that there was more than just one. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kudos for to them for coming out about it. I don't. I don't know. I mean, everybody has their own theory, or maybe they don't have their theory about it. I mean. Um, I don't know. To me, it's just cool that they would come out and say like, yeah, we've seen something that we can't, that we don't know what it is. Yeah. So way to go. Just, I'm just waiting on them to, you know, tell us we've made contact. <laughs> but, Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> the way 2020 is going, I wouldn't be surprised. They're right? just slide that in. They're, it's just going to be like, by the way, we there we have aliens and we're gonna be like whatever <laughs> yeah at this point <laughs> this place is burning down to the ground so oh man yeah yeah um but also talking about like it when you talk about um extraterrestrial activity and paranormal activity it reminds me of skinwalker ranch yeah i was gonna right? reference that yeah, yeah. because there's the combination of all those things mm-hmm. happening in one place and it's like a hub um, mm-hmm. or a portal or whatever for all those things to happen. So there's that correlation with them. Yes. Um, yeah, that's all I can think of right now in relation. I wish I can remember the story that really freaked me out that I told. Do you remember? You don't remember. No, it was just, geez, <laughs> I've been done with aliens ever since. Yeah. Those creepy guys. I, th- I think I'm, I'm definitely less afraid well, I wouldn't say I'm afraid of either, you know, extraterrestrial or paranormal, but I'm less, I couldn't care about aliens, honestly, but like, I can't see ghosts. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that ghosts, ghosts don't do awful experiments on you. And usually if you're like, leave me alone, they're like, all right. I mean, like, sometimes there's some psychological assholes. experiments. Oof. I think. Mm-hmm. Oof. <laughs> yeah, have you ever heard of the Sally House? Um, is that is that like another murder house? Uh, to be honest, I can't really remember if there was a murder that took place there. I just know it's haunted as fuck, and it's like it's not the type, Lindsay, where it's they're nice and they'll go away. They take shit oh, from man. you, they bite you, they scratch you. Like there's. I appreciate like your, your um, defense of spirits because I think for the most part it's true, but I think there's just yeah. some assholes out there too. 
There are, there are. Like, yeah, they'll, they'll bite and scratch you. And then it's like a relationship. You have to decide, do I want to continue to do this or not? And you say, I don't. And so you leave. Like, and you don't stay. Okay. You have, the, or, you have the clingy girlfriend who's like, you can't go. And they just follow you. And there you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. Then you also okay. have the clingy ghost because apparently Bronson has experienced that too. That's true. Yeah, um, it fucks with your aura. I, it leaves you with a rain cloud, and then you have to go but back. I would, I would say that those aren't spirits. But I think that there's something else going on there. There's more demonic that's there. Okay, in my opinion, like I almost feel like those aren't. Um, those were never human. Okay, if that so makes that sense, that brings in a whole nother realm of discussion in itself. Because yeah, you know, if they're not human. What are they? And then yeah. They're you're either going to confirm or deny certain belief systems at that point, and then it's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other topic. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have any other stories you'd like to share with us? Um, I I think I pretty much told them all, all that I all can right. remember. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Um, yeah. I'll put all of your uh, contact contact in the ma- uh, information, at least your like socials mm-hmm. that you want to leave with us in the show notes um, so that uh, you guys can check out um, his photography and mm-hmm. read the original story on Reddit. Um, yeah. Anything else, Lindsay? No, I think I'm going to do research on research on hellhounds though. We okay, should do cool. an episode on it. Yeah, yeah we should. All right. Anyways, <laughs> let's do this outro. Yeah, so um, thank you for joining and sharing your stories. Um, And if anybody else would like to share their stories or maybe be on the show, uh, we can certainly arrange that. Just send us an email at I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and we'll Mm -hmm. be happy to, um, you know, get the ball rolling on that show. (laughs) And subscribe, (laughs) rate us, and review us. Um, if you do give us a good uh, a review, please give us a nice review and uh, take a snapshot of that review. Email it to us with your physical mailing address and we will mail you some stickers. And we're not having anybody send us anything anymore because you're supposed to be staying it's over. Home. Yeah. Yeah. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for coming. <laughs>